morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. Morning, bitches, and welcome back to Wellness for Real. It's your girl, Marlena, and today we are going to talk about all the witchy things. I have my friend Diana here, and we're going to talk about tarot. Uh, so I'll let Diana introduce herself for you guys. Hi, you guys. I'm Diana. I have some spirituality. <laughs> <laughs> Spiritual, not religious, just like 25% of the American population. Yes. Yes. So we're going to talk about, um, yeah, recently I kind of got into tarot. Well, it's something I've always been very interested in. Right. But like growing up, uh, extremely Roman Catholic or having that around me, um, and just my culture, it's always been like, I don't know, almost presented as this like devil worshiping, like bad, like Ouija board, you're going to bring ghosts into this house and kill us all <laughs> type of vibes. Right. But it's something that like, I've always been an extremely intuitive person. Um, and like, actually I know Diana from working in the jewelry industry and from working in the jewelry industry, I learned a lot about gems and different properties and things like that. Um, so now I'm kind of starting to like finally let go of all of the taboo feelings I have. Oh, here she is with her is that quartz. It is. Okay. Um, I'm letting go of my taboo feelings and I want to learn more about it. So you've kind of been like my little unintentional guru so far. <laughs> I can I'm dig like, it. I'm like, Diana, what does this mean? I don't understand. So what are like the basics of tarot? Let's just start with that. <clears throat> okay. So disclaimer, all of this comes from my own personal experience, my own learning my own opinion, the thing with spirituality and religion is everybody's got a feeling about how you need to feel. Mm. And for me personally, with tarot as with spirituality, it's all about energy. So like, for example, okay. So you sent me your reading about your house. Yeah. And I actually, after I'd written it out to send you, had to go back and rewrite it and remove everything that I interpreted. Mm. So the first line of it was your reading says buy it immediately or something like that. And like, it doesn't. And the thing, the thing about tarot is it doesn't tell you anything that you don't know. It just helps to illuminate what you need to remember. So for me, tarot is taking, taking the message from the divine 
So the, the divine synchronicity is how I explain my spirituality. So taking the messages from the divine and figuring out how they apply to whatever you are asking about or whatever is happening in your life at the current point. And the cards are merely there to illuminate further what you already know in your psyche. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm learning is like, you interpret it. I, I don't know, like, it's so crazy, because you, you, everybody can interpret it in a different way, right? So I mean, the basics totally. of tarot is like, it's just a deck of cards, right? Yeah, <laughs> that yep. deck of cards is do you want to explain kind of um, like the deck itself. Because mm -hmm. I found yeah. when I when I bought my tarot deck, um, I was like, okay, I started like looking online. And I felt like everybody like anytime you learn something new, right? Everybody's using all of this like lingo and all of these words and, and dialogues that I'm like, I don't understand this yet because I literally know nothing about this topic. Yeah. So talk to me. Like I know absolutely nothing about tarot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolute right. basic, basic, basic stuff. Right. Yes. So major arcana, minor arcana, the major arcana has like fundamental cards. So the major arcana has cards that are very, very similar to cards that are present in the minor arcana. The minor arcana basically has like four houses, very similar to an actual deck of cards. And the major arcana has like fundamental cards, the devil, death, the tower, the star, temperance, all of these things. So the way that I interpret them is they are, they are fundamentals on steroids. So if you, you know, let's say that you do a spread and it's all major arcana cards, your reading has a lot of power. Like there's a lot of things there to untangle. <laughs> and then the major, so like there is a card about teamwork in the major arcana and there's a card about teamwork in the minor arcana. If you get both of those in a reading, clearly teamwork and community is something that needs to be a focus. So if you get one, you can interpret it as, okay, like maybe I need to get better about working with my teammates at work. Maybe I need to get better about getting everybody in my home on the same page or Maybe I need to get better about getting all of my girlfriends to figure out when we're actually going to go out of town on a girl's weekend. No, this isn't personal. <laughs> <laughs> Not based on real experiences. <laughs> but if you get both of them, then you know there's a component of teamwork here that needs to be addressed now. Mm. Okay. And so when you go to actually do a reading, um, like, is there any right or wrong way to do that? Not at all. Nope. And I think energy falls into that as well. So mm -hmm. for me, I mean, they're all intertwined crystals, tarot, meditation, spirituality, Buddhism, breathing, like it is all the same astrology. It's all different sides of the same coin mm -hmm. or 14 sided die in this case. Um, but the thing, so coming back to meditation as the baseline, that for me is always the baseline. Meditation, breathing, all of that. There's a 
an old quote, and I don't remember who said it, but it's God's only voice is silence. God, you know, the divine, however you interpret that, the only time that that can come through is when you're silent, when you're still, when your brain isn't ticking a mile a minute, Mm. when you can actually stop and pause. So when I'm reading for other people, I shut everything off. Like the only thing that I'm focused on is my breathing and I'm not thinking, I'm actively not thinking because it isn't for me. It is for the person that I'm reading for. Um, If I'm reading for me, everything comes out the way it's supposed to. It's, it's kind of like, you know, signs. Like I had a pet that passed away. I asked for a white eagle. When we were in Puerto Rico, we saw a statue of a brown eagle, but then a statue of a white bird next to each other. And my boyfriend is like, I mean, don't you think that counts? And I was like, no, it doesn't count. (laughs) And then I had to like stop and be like, it can count if I want it to count. So I have like a very point by point checklist of what, what my tarot readings for myself look like. And if I skip a step, it doesn't negate the message that's coming through. The message is going to come through regardless of what happens. But throw your cards in the air, pick them all up, pick three out, lay them out. That is still the message that's supposed to be there, regardless of if you've checked box A, B, and C. Yeah. So you can do the kind of more traditional, I guess, flipping of cards. I've seen people like doing the shuffle and it's like cards that fall out. Those are your cards. I like that. Just throw them in the air. <laughs> See what happens. I've never done it. Maybe I start. <laughs> I love that. So what are the basics of like how to get a deck? Because I've, I've seen like different, like you said, different opinions and different ways people do this. I know some people say you can only be gifted a deck. Um, I was just curious what your thoughts are on that. Oh man. And again, like all of this is just what I know, what I learned, what my opinion is, because I've had people straight up tell me, you are never supposed to read for yourself. And it's like, okay, well then I'm never going to get a reading. Like you're taking a core fundamental part of my spirituality out and telling me that I need to throw it in the trash because you don't think that I can read for myself. Like I have been reading for myself for, fuck, how old am I? 18 years. Like, hell no, you don't get to decide that for me. For me, I think it's what calls to you. What do you feel? You know, I actually just recently bought a new deck. I'm going to show you because it's so damn cute. It's called the wise dog deck and they're all dogs. And I saw it immediately immediately was like, oh my God, it's amazing. And like, (laughs) without a second thought, picked it up. Like it feels right. I hold these cards. I look through them they're beautiful. They just feel, you know, meant to be. Yeah. And I think that that's the way it should be. My first deck, which I've been, no, it's my second deck. I've been using for probably 15 years and it just like, I wasn't inspired anymore. You know, like these ones, they make me inspired. Like, oh my God, they have little bones on them. (laughs) Stop it. A little King Charles. And he's holding a wand in his mouth. It's adorable. It's adorable. And like, I love these. So it calls me, it feels right. 
yeah. if you and the thing is like we live in a world of black and white and right and wrong and like if it doesn't feel right don't keep trying to push through like yeah gift them if 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 that's the way that they're supposed to be given gift them to somebody else find a different tech yeah i feel like that can be said about pretty much everything in life yeah <laughs> right? totally like Something totally. just doesn't feel right. I feel like so often people are trying to force things, right? The things yeah. that they think are meant for them. Yeah. Um, and that's something I used to do all the time is try to force things or force myself to try to be like someone or do something that I thought that's what I was supposed to be doing. Right. right. Um, so now I'm trying to like, let go more and just like live even more authentically. Um, well, then the thing is you can, you can keep trying to fit this square peg into this round hole but eventually the universe is going to send you so many signs saying that this doesn't fit that you can't not listen anymore yeah absolutely uh so once you have a deck what do you do so for me i sleep with them under my pillow okay yep Uh, and i read a lot about that and i did do that with my deck the first uh night i brought it home yep so i slept with mine under the deck under my pillow for like a week and I just keep them near me. Like um, this morning I pulled the one card. I have been doing like short, short, frequent readings. Um, I am very, very much into the energy of other people. Very similar to you. Yes. So like, I'm not reading anybody else's cards right now with these. Like they're strictly for me. I want to bond with them. I want them to, like, I want to. And honestly, I did a full reading, was my first reading with this deck, like full, oh, now I have to count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten card reading, and didn't do it the way I usually do it. I was just so excited to get these out, and it was spot on, because that's just the way the universe works. Like, I asked a question, it gave me an answer, I trusted in the process, and So I'm not going to read anybody's cards for a little while, probably sooner rather than later, because I want everybody to see these cute, cute ass dogs. (laughs) Puppy card. I Um, might need them. And it might need that deck. (laughs) (laughs) It's so adorable. And the devil is a chihuahua. Stop it. (laughs) It So I saw it and I was like, oh my God, it's so meant to be. Not that chihuahuas aren't wonderful for people to have chihuahuas. Just me personally, I worked in a vet clinic for too long. And the only dog that I don't trust every single time is a chihuahua that's so uh, funny my co-host felicia who wasn't able to join us today but uh she has a chihuahua <laughs> and i bet her chihuahua loves her so much yeah he's so mean though she has to lock him away every time i come over <laughs> yeah and he's very oh. old and oh sorry xander i'm spreading your business but now he has um <laughs> i forget what she said it's called but his penis is stuck outside of his body oh yeah. little guy that's probably why he's so upset <laughs> I mean, I don't have a penis, but I would be mad too. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, it, for me, it's just about bonding. Like I'm going to keep them with me. Right. I'm going to, you know, I, it, any tool ever, whether it be your car, whether it be your feet, whether it be your shoes, whether it be your winter jacket, like granted you've had the cognizance to like, not wear a light sweater when it's 20 degrees, but like you also have to trust that that is going to take care of you. Like you have to trust that you have the ability to drive a car and your car will get you from point A to point B in order to drive successfully. Otherwise you're white knuckling it, 
looking over your shoulder, waiting for somebody <laughs> to crash into you. And it's kind of the same thing, in my opinion, with spirituality. Like you have to trust that the divine has a, has a plan for you and it will be executed the way it's supposed to be executed. Yeah. Sometimes that can be really hard to do, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trust right? the process. <laughs> right. It's so hard to do, but it's so true. And I'm in that yeah. space right now. Uh, like you said, you just did a reading or you interpreted a reading I tried to do for myself. And I, I, I don't know. I'm like I said, I'm still kind of learning how to interpret the cards. Um, and like anything, right? Like we have to do things to gain experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you helped me interpret that. And I'm in this very big season of change right now, which it's yes. difficult, uh, especially for a control freak like me to have zero idea what's going to happen, where I'm going to live. Uh, you know, that's like a big part of our lives, our home. Yeah. Um, but like with practicing all of this stuff and learning more about it, like I'm becoming more comfortable in like being okay with knowing that like there is a really awesome plan ahead of like something really amazing is coming my way. Um, and coming our way. Um, and just cause I don't know exactly what that is or what that looks like yet. Like that's okay. Yeah, totally. Gotta let go. That's what the cards told me. Let go. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's hard to do. It is hard to let go. And I think it, I think it goes hand in hand with like the gray area, you know, not everything is black and white. Yep. Like, not everything is win or lose. Like, mm-hmm. and the flip side of it is like, can you be comfortable in this space of, for lack of a better word, pure anxiety, you know, can you, can you sit with that? Can you feel it wherever it resides in your body? And can you just allow it to exist? That's not really. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking hard. It's like, yeah, but, it, but sometimes it's like that, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's all uh, practice. And the I, thing like, <clears throat> you know, trusting in the process and all of that, but like also have help. Like this book is beat to shit and I will still use it almost every reading I do. Because yeah, that, that was actually my next question for you was what are you, some of your recommendations for resources for learning? Because the internet can be a vast, clusterfuck of (laughs) contradicting opinions and information. And it's like, when you're trying to learn something new, um, that has so many nuances, like some, you know, spirituality, it's, it's a lot. It's like, and for a lot of people, they're like, fuck, you know, like they're just gonna be like, forget it. Like, I'm not even going to try because this is too much. It's too overwhelming. So, uh, what is that book that you just held up there? Um, the thing about the internet is you can get any piece of information that you want to get. If that's weird, you know, like (laughs) anything can be biased. Um, reading the tarot with Joan Bunning. I probably wouldn't recommend this book unless you're using the weight deck, get the book that is specific to your deck. Right. And and do most decks come with a little book? Cause my deck came with a little book. My deck did come with a little book, which doesn't okay. have a ton of information in it. It's very, as you can see, it's a very tiny book. <laughs> and each card has like a little teeny section on okay. it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like, you know, what's happening in the world. You're going to have to read 
17 different news sources from around the entire globe to glean pieces of fact that fit together so you can maybe understand what's actually happening. And it's the same with tarot. Like if you read 17 different sources that all kind of say the same thing, like temperance is about balance, you'll know temperance is about balance and interpret that the way that you see fit. If you're, you know, sleeping 18 hours a day and your dishes are piling up into your, on your kitchen floor, like it's cool if you sleep for 18 hours a day, but wash one dish, like find a balance where it feels good for you. Do you have like a favorite, like a place you go to like learn more or you know, like somewhere you would recommend for people to at least start learning the information for me, it was TikTok. I feel like I learn everything on TikTok <laughs> now, not yes. even going to lie. Yes. Like you can just- get tarot readings on TikTok. Seriously. It is so bizarre to me. I feel old as fuck. <laughs> um, I am old fashioned. I like a book. I like yeah. a tangible thing I can hold in my hand. Um, I'm also old fashioned in the fact that I don't think electronic technology goes hand in hand with spirituality. Like I keep my phone as far from me as possible when I'm reading. Um, so I, and you probably have listeners that are not in Minneapolis, but I love, I have Horace. I love everybody that works there. I think that they give really good advice. They Ooh, where's that? Um, they moved. So I think that they are on Lake and Hennepin, Lake and Bryant, but they have, uh, is that uptown? Uptown-ish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Between Lake and Hennepin and Lake and Lindale. Okay. Oh, Lynn Lake. That's yeah. Lynn Lake, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just over there. Yeah. Okay. There's so many little shops in that area. It's like, yes. Oh, go in there. You'll love it. They used to have an astrologer that was just so talented, but I think she moved to Arizona. Like everybody's spiritual eventually does. <laughs> um, she was so good. What's going on in Arizona? It's like the, the epicenter. Cause it's Sedona, warm. Sedona is apparently the epicenter of spirituality. Oh, all of these places cross and things align. And I've been to Sedona. I feel like I'm like towing the line on all of these things that are kind of inflammatory. I've been to Sedona. I think it's a lot of hype. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't Uh, think it was that great. I thought it was beautiful, but I didn't think you were like, oh my God, my, my soul is shook. My chakras are automatically aligned. No, I didn't feel that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I know you touched a little bit on religion and I'm sure we have listeners who are affiliated with religions. And this is actually a question that Adam asked me about tarot. Um, if you are religious, how do you practice without it? Like interfering with your religion? And I guess to me, that sounds like a really personal question, but it depends on the person. Oh, I don't think religion is for me, for me, religion is not personal at all. Um, I am sober five years in February. So for me, spirituality and religion are the exact same thing. Like I have to have a higher power. And actually I got sober because of my spirituality. I would meditate and um, pray, which are the same thing, meditate and pray and spend time cultivating the spirituality. And every time I would drink, it would just die. 
Mm. And I could feel it. It was like, it's like I was getting a level 15 in a video game. And then I would go drink a half bottle of Jameson automatically. I'd be back at level zero. And I was just sick of rolling the, the stone up the hill just to have it roll back down. So it, I think that conventional Catholicism can be personally interpreted as a reason for hate. Hmm. Well, I, I, I would just say, uh, not even just Catholicism, I would say whitewashed Christianity in general, all denominations, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would say yeah. fall in that category. Yeah. But that's just my and, opinion. You know, and not even hate, but control and fear. Yeah. And what do we fear? We fear the dark. We fear the unknown. We fear all of these things. And for me, like I have a connection to my higher power. I know with no shadow of a doubt that that exists and has guided me through my entire life. Like I have full unequivocal, unquivering faith in that. And do I ascribe to like, I'm Jewish. Do I ascribe to like traditional, you know, Jewish values? Not necessarily, but like the tenets are there. And I think that the tenets are the same at the core of all of them, Buddhism, Christianity, Judaism, and spirituality. It's for me, it's one and the same, like to be spiritual is to have a, a unending faith in something bigger than yourself. That's going to guide you forward. And like, for me personally, my spirituality lies in collective consciousness. We are all the same being learning the lessons to ascend to the next level. Again, video game metaphor. I don't even play video games. Um, but I love it. The, the more that you can rely on your spirituality and your faith and the divine synchronicity and that everything is going to happen the way it is, it doesn't make life easier, but it makes what happens to you easier to deal with. Like there's so many people running around like victims and it isn't like, it is just the way that the world is meant to be. And if you have these tools, therapy, <laughs> spirituality, religion, if that's your thing, um, coping devices, meditation, baking, walking your dog, whatever it is that can help you live a better day-to-day existence that isn't negatively impacting somebody else's existence. I think it's great. Yeah, I totally agree. And you mentioned, okay, so you've mentioned meditating a few times. We've been talking about it on the show. I know. Um, I listen. It's had, a practice. <laughs> it is. It's so fucking hard yeah, for totally. me. And I know, and I'm sure it's hard for most people, especially people yes. who never practiced yes. before. Right. Yes. Um, so like you talk about like, you're like, oh, when I do a reading, I just sh- shut off my brain. I'm like, how, <laughs> like, how, <laughs> how do you do that? Like, I literally, I think, I don't even think my brain shuts off when I'm sleeping. Like it's so difficult and I, I'm still practicing. And honestly, um, I've set a goal to do five minutes, just five minutes every day. 
And it's been the second month that I've set that daily goal. I'm doing a little bit better this month, but it's still really hard. It's one of those things where like, I'm, I almost like dread it sometimes. Cause I'm like, this is really hard to constantly bring my brain back to like, no, okay. Focus on your breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm still working on it. It's practice. So last, I think it was the last episode. We asked you guys to join in on the five minutes a day. Let me know if you've done that. Um, but what advice do you have for me to suck less at it? Uh, okay. So first thing that I would say is you don't suck. <laughs> you don't suck more. You don't suck less. You just are. And even the intention to meditate for five minutes a day, even if you don't do any meditating ever is so, so amazing. And I'm immensely proud of you for that. Thank you. Because there is a huge percentage of the population that doesn't even know that meditating exists conceptually. Mm. And like for me personally, I used to be before Zoloft, the only thing I can thank Big Pharma for, thank you, Big Pharma, before Zoloft was extremely black and white. Like when my first foray into meditation was to join a meditation intensive three weeks, hour and a half a day. And it like, I fucking dove headfirst into this. I was, I was so lost in my life. I had just had a house fire. Like I, my life had had figuratively and literally burned to the ground and I was doing everything. Like first time I saw a therapist, I started exercising on a regular basis. I started meditating. I worked with a personal trainer. Like I went ham into everything that I thought could help me because I was so fucked in the head. And this meditation intensive that I went to, we met every Monday night and we gathered together to meditate, which is an amazing thing. And if you've never meditated in a group setting, I implore you to try it because it is so beautiful. And I, my first night that I went in was just angry. Like I was angry with the arsonists. I was angry with the police. I was angry with my homeowner's insurance. I was just, I was angry with my mother. I was angry. I was just fucking angry. And the underlayer of that was sad. Like all of this, all of, all of this that I had created, granted I had created it kind of like shoddily, haphazardly was gone. And the last meditation that we did, the last sit that we did, which would have been the eighth sit afterwards, we talked about like what we had learned and I'm a Gemini and I tend to be very self-involved. And so I like to think I stole the show. <laughs> and when it got to me, I you know, told everybody about how I'd started in this angry place and had started to like feel gratitude and joy. And throughout this process of doing this meditation intensive, I feel like I cracked the code, like gratitude and helping others. Those are the things to to, to be happy, to feel joy. And it was so all encompassing the, the shift that I felt through doing this. Granted, I've really had to go to a crazy extreme 
but it, it created the fundamentals. So since then, and I'm going to circle back to your question. (laughs) Um, Since then, like there are, there are key tenets that I've taken to all of the meditation um, from all of the meditation experiences that I've had that like really do anchor me when I'm meditating because my mind, however, I used to be big into the internal dialogue, you know, mental movies, creating a scenario that is for the future and then it doesn't pan out the way that you've created it in your mind and then you get disappointed. But like meditation has totally quieted that. Like I very rarely find myself just thinking. Like right now I'm speaking, I'm not thinking and I'm speaking the words that are just coming, which is insane as somebody that used to futurely portray everything that was going to happen. But for me, the things that help a lot, not only focusing on breath, but like breathing it into your body, breathing into your feet. Like at night, I pee a lot because I drink a lot of water. I know that you can understand that. Oh, yes. But at night I have to pee like eight times before I go to bed and I hate it. So I, when I go to, when I lay down, I breathe into my bladder. And it's helped a lot. If you, you know, have a sore shoulder, breathe into your shoulder. Mm. Like that pain isn't going to go away, but you can acknowledge it exists at the same time, like sitting with that. Um, Also, something that I love to do is like you breathe, you feel the breath, but I can also feel my blood inside of my body. I can feel my heart beating. And I have a giant dog and a giant partner. And I can feel their heart beating too. And it's amazing because it's like, I don't know. I'm not going to get that deep, but like you can, you can feel the breath nourishing parts of your body, pumping your blood inside of your body, pumping other people's blood inside of their body. Like it's such a fundamental core task to just breathe, but there's, there's so many ways that you can track its progression with, with giving your brain something to do where it's not like spiraling into the ether. I seriously just found this so helpful because I literally, I'm just like, breathe in, breathe out. (laughs) (laughs) You're breathing. Yeah. (laughs) Cause it's like, it's a practice, right? I'm still learning. I'm at the, I'm at the very beginning of all of this. Um, so thank you. That was actually really helpful for me. I'm going to take that into my next meditation practice. Um, so let's get back to readings because I really want to also understand like, what is the best way? I guess this kind of, maybe this is in the same ballpark of what we were just talking about, but the best way to stay focused on like your intention, um, when you're doing a reading. And, and I didn't realize that there was like a whole thing of not doing readings for yourself. I literally thought that was the whole point of tarot. So I guess I learned something else today. Um, I, I, I shut that down. The minute okay. <laughs> I, like, I'm the only person I've been doing it. I mean, how else do you learn? How else do you learn? Yeah. Anyway, how else do you learn? And yeah. I mean, I've done again, here's my Gemini. I'm going to come out and show it's show. It's a beautiful, <laughs> ugly head, but like, I make people cry on a regular basis from reading their tarot. I believe that I I worked for you. I worked with you for (laughs) a a long time. So I believe that very much. So 
I think you and I have probably tag teamed some couples and made them cry in our jewelry sales. Oh so. But I very rarely make myself cry during tarot. So like, that's kind of the, the, the less tears, the better. <laughs> Although, you know, you cry if you got to cry. I respect yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, so how do you stay focused on that intention? Like if you're doing a reading for yourself, like if you, yeah, if you, obviously like you have a question or something you want your cards to tell you about or explain yeah. to you, um, what's the best well, way to focus one on for that? me? Like crystals, crystals, I have been utilizing since before I knew I was utilizing them. Um, oh, hush, hush please be quiet. Thank you. Um, again, it's all tied together, like crystals, spirituality, tarot, meditation. Um, I am sober because I participated in an ayahuasca ceremony in mm -hmm. Peru. And that through that series of ceremonies that I knew that I believed in something, but it was like a fucking fireworks show inside my head and boom all of my spiritual beliefs were embedded in who I was like it wasn't it wasn't something that I that just came it was something that like historically through past lives was knowledge that I had attained that all of a sudden I had access to um so with <laughs> totally off topic from what you asked, but no, but see, uh, now I want to hear the story about you doing ayahuasca. <laughs> um, so the spirituality part was automatically boom there, but I sat with somebody who had had a past life vision of mine where I was like a spiritual crystal healer in this ancient time. And it made so much sense. And I don't tell the story very often because people look at me and they're like, that's very woo woo. But it made so much sense. Like I was three years old out in the driveway with a fucking butter knife, prying quartz crystals out of the driveway to take into my room and put in specific places. And it never was like, why did I put that there? It was like, that belongs there. No questions asked the end. And I mean, I've, spent years learning about all of the properties in so many different ways, metaphysical, health, um, love, jewelry, all of these properties of different stones. But at the end of the day, if I don't know the property, it's already found its way to the place it's supposed to be. So I promise this has a point. <laughs> Quartz is an energy amplifier. And every point that you have in a quartz amplifies the energy times that much. So this crystal, I call the, the stone of divine synchronicity. And this is actually the stone that the gentleman in Peru was sitting with when he had a past life vision of my past life. So this, this has always been so important to me. And for your listeners who can't see it, it is a terrible shapes there's a lot of sides to this uh tetrahedron quartz maybe hey quiet and so I find for me that when I'm doing a reading I like to sit with some sort of quartz crystal and whatever else you need like if you need grounding black tourmaline if you need comfort amethyst 
sit with the things that you want to bring with you into the reading. It's like your, I like smoke. I, I usually burn Palo Santo. Yes. Or sage. And I've Santo. always burned those things, yeah. but it's not until recently that I've understood why. Ooh, you, you're, you in previous lives utilize that as a tool. Is that crazy? For sure. For sure. <laughs> and that is like an energy cleanser. So yeah. I like to use Palo Santo or sage like on my deck mm-hmm. after a number of times to like clear it out. And especially after I read somebody else's cards, I actually don't let other people touch my cards ever for any oh. reason. Like oh. you want to look at them closer, you can bend over them and look at them. I don't like, I'm also very. All right. Don't touch uh, Diana's cards. <laughs> I'm also very choosy about like who touches me as yeah. a person. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't like to be hugged unless I love you. Like I, there's just, I do grounding exercises when I'm around my partner's family. Sorry if they're listening, but they're not <laughs> like, and I, I love my own energy. I spend a lot of time cultivating that in my okay. space and I am the same way about my cards. Touch my crystals. Yeah. I can cleanse those, throw them out on the deck when it's a full moon. They're, yeah. they're good to go. But cards, I think hold a lot more of the people that touch them. Anyway, I digress. So I like to hold a quartz and then use whatever crystals I want to bring into my reading in front of me and whatever pattern feels right. And then I meditate with my cards in my hand before I read. And then sometimes meditate with the quartz and my cards in my hand and think about whatever you know, whatever's going on. And what I found also is you can ask about, um, should I buy this house? But if, you know, your best friend has told you, you know, I think you're a bitch and you got to go. You can ask about your house all you want. The cards are going to tell you what is actually happening in your life and what you need to address. Mm. You can ask a question, but if it's not what's really on your heart and your mind, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had that happen before. I've actually, I've asked a question that was so insignificant now in retrospect, and it told me about what was coming. And I had no idea. It made no sense to me whatsoever. It made so little sense that I took a photo of this reading and a month later, holy Mm. shit, did it make sense? It was, and had I, you know, granted, I read, I read these cards in a very emotional, emotionally tumultuous mindset, which that is also, I've heard, not something you should do. You should be very grounded, very present, very calm, focused, uh, all of the things that you're supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I was spinning when I did this reading and it threw everything I wanted to know out and focused (laughs) on something completely different that I had no idea was coming. Um, but I like to just, you know, focus on, focus on the feeling. How does, how does your situation make you feel like Mm. let's, let's use, for example, your, your 12 acres, you know, like your in quotations. And every time I'm at the place, I have so much anxiety. (laughs) Exactly. So like, (laughs) where in your body do you feel that anxiety? What does it look like? What does that anxiety look like? 
Is it a black pit? Is it uh, a green dagger? Like, what does that look like? And just like all encompass every aspect of your question. Like, you know, and if, and if you're in that place and you're continually present with how your body feels, where in your body it feels it, how does your mind connect to these feelings in your body? It is very difficult to like spin into another facet and think about how, what you're going to make for dinner, you know, like stay with that thought, stay with that feeling, be in that while you're shuffling the cards, while you're dealing the cards. And the flip side of that is like, if I'm reading for another person, I just totally trance out. Like I am breathing, my body is moving. I am not at all present in that whatsoever because I don't want to have that veer off towards me. Well, that was kind of my next question for you was, can your own biases influence the results of your reading, whether you're reading for yourself or someone else? With myself, hell yeah, they can. (laughs) Yes, yeah. And I, what I like to do is I will, generally I read at night. I write out the cards that I have pulled because I traditionally do 10 card spreads. I write them out. I write what the like base foundation of that card means, how I interpret it, and then I'm done. I put it away and then the next morning I revisit it kind of give it like a clearer Mm. a clearer look clearer interpretation um and then if it's like what the hell does that mean I'll revisit it a week later a month later any of that usually I've moved on to a new reading so it it doesn't come to that but um yeah I yeah I can make a reading mean literally anything unless it's like the tower and it's saying your life is going to crash down. Please be ready. Put things in place. <laughs> then I'm like, all right, lock down, <laughs> lock the doors, <laughs> bolt down the couch. Let's under get blanket. ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, for other people, I am like I was saying with your reading, like I have to be very careful about what I say. Like I'm, I like to read directly from the book tell them exactly what that card means, if it interacts with other cards on the spread, how it interacts, and that's it. Like, I try not to tell people what I see from it because they are going to interpret it the way that it's meant for them to interpret it. And I have, we know nothing about what's going on in people's deep psyche. Like, I have learned so many things about people from reading their cards that I would have never known just from knowing them as people. And I don't want to influence that with any sort of bias that I have about their personal life because I know nothing. Hmm. Wow. So something I want to ask you about something I keep seeing like, uh, coming up is people talking about shadow work mm-hmm. and I just need you to explain to me what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, shadow work like is that just like self-improvement is that just like a witchy way to say self-improvement because that's like the I mean that's the context that that's kind of what I've pieced together it's my education my educated guess you see a therapist (laughs) yeah on the little bit I know me oh yeah yeah so do I 
that is all shadow work. Like what I am selfish. I am attention seeking. I am very impulsive, but I'm also generous and loving and kind and intelligent. And how am I going to allow that selfishness and that attention seeking to incorporate into who I am? Because I know that about myself. And when the time comes, knowing, you know, the core foundation of happiness is generosity and gratitude, like, I'm pissed that my partner didn't bring up firewood when he stayed here. I'm real, real mad about it. But at the core of it, can I bring up my own firewood? Yes, I can. And will I? Yes, I will. And does it really matter in three months? No, it probably doesn't. And does he have a bad cold? Yeah, he really does. So Is it a man like, cold? Oh, yeah. We both had the same cold and he oh, okay. was significantly sicker than I was. It was the same exact cold. Let's just be clear about that. It was a man cold. So it's like, I, you know, can I, can I take all of these dark parts of me and incorporate them into who I am? If you want to get even witchier with it, like, what does your inner demon tell you to do on a regular basis? And if you have, if you have an inner demon that's telling you to do bad shit, like maybe seek psychiatric help. Yeah. 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 So it, there's, there's a dark and there's a light to every single thing, every mm. single person, every single animal it's hunting opener this weekend. Like that is dark and that is light. And how are you going to choose to look at that? So it, there, there is a yin and a yang to everything and everything needs to be incorporated ex- exactly as it should. Mm, okay. So self-acceptance, accepting both parts of who you are. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that for me. I was like, everybody keeps like using this word. And that's how I always feel when I'm like learning about something new is I'm like, I'm trying to learn about new stuff, but like everybody's like the resources that I'm finding to educate me are using terminology that I don't even know what that means yet. Buzzwords, buzzwords. Yeah. I'm like, my, my, I'm very discerning about what is on my Instagram feed and the people I follow are human. Like I follow accounts that are like witchy this or witchy that, but at this, at the end of the day, they're human women. Like one of the accounts I follow, she made a post that was like, I'm here to tell you that you can take medication for your mental health and still be a witch. And it's like, hell yeah, you can. You need Zoloft to not have an eating disorder? Fucking yeah, you can. So it's like a lot of it is buzzwords and buzzwords sell. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to find that in any type of community, right? Whether it's, um, you know, spirituality or weight loss or whatever it is. Um, do what is right for you. And at the end of the day, the message will come as exactly as it's supposed to. Yeah. I love that. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit more about Zodiacs just because I feel like that's another, (laughs) another aspect that again, you know, is like, it's like trendy and cool and you know, stuff people talk about and they're like, I'm, I'm this, but I'm this rising and I'm this moon. And I'm like, what does it all mean? Yes. 
So, um, I mean, obviously everybody knows what their Zodiac sign is based on their birthday, right? Yeah. I'm a Sagittarius. You said yeah, you're you a are. Gemini. I'm very much so Sagittarius. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, now explain to me what all this other stuff means. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> I had to grab my phone because I had to. Take okay. a water break. So, and it's interesting because like tarot and astrology are two separate sides of the same coin, but they're like, there are four houses in tarot that actually line up with astrology. So you have the wands, pentacles, swords, and cups. You as a Sagittarius, your wands make so much sense. Wands are very unobtrusive gentle um I don't know that people would call me gentle <laughs> opinionated but like you're not gonna shove your opinion down somebody's throat and make them choke on it no yeah no. yeah you I want don't care. Your I don't care enough yeah exactly if I want your opinion I'll come and get it and if you yeah. want to give it to me great and if not yeah. no harm no foul yeah. um pentacles Taurus Virgo Capricorn swords Gemini Libra Aquarius makes so much sense cups cancer scorpio pisces so they line up with fire earth air and water also yeah i was just gonna um, ask and those line up with the elements right yeah. like sagittarius yeah. is a fire sign yeah. correct yep. makes sense yep. i'm fiery <laughs> <laughs> yeah and wands are fiery but like not without just cause yeah that i mean just cause and that's kind of a core element to all of tarot nothing without just cause um in terms of astrology so your rising sign your venus sign your moon sign all have to do with where that planet was at the time of your birth Mm. and and where you were born so my favorite website is free it's astro.cafeastrology.com and it will give you everything. It will give you your full breakdown of your birth chart. It will break oh. down every single component of your birth chart. Um, where were, where and what per degree were these places at when you were born? So my son was in Gemini. My moon was in Cancer. My rising was in Aquarius. My Venus was in Taurus. And so all of these components factor into how you behave and regardless of whether or not you ascribe to astrology it's fucking true (laughs) (laughs) and I mean you go back to all of these religious texts from thousands of years ago astrology is present and it's exactly the same like the the bible may have been interpreted as the authors saw fit, astrology can't be interpreted as the authors see fit. Yes. A planet is in a position and that is what it means. Like mm. Gemini has two faces and that is what it is. What those two faces are, that can be up for interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like even my partner, like he, when we met, he wanted nothing to hear about astrology. And now he's reading all of these sacred texts and these Vedas and about Buddhism. And he's like, it's all there. And I'm like, 
yeah, you're fucking right. It's all there. It's always been there. And it's going to be there whether you believe it or not. And I think that the deep knowing of knowing what your astrological chart shows can help you be a bit better you. So absolutely knowing that I'm a cancer moon, like I like my home. I like my home comfortable. I like my home cozy. I like to be at home. And if I'm going to go out, as my Gemini son says, I'm going to go out to things that I actually want to go out to. I'm not going to go out to every single thing that I'm invited to because I don't want to do that. It's not going to make me happy. If I want to go to a concert on Friday night, I'm going to love that concert. I'm going to know that I love that artist. I'm going to go. I'm going to have the best damn time. And then you can find me at home for the next three and a half weeks. (laughs) (laughs) So I... I also, okay, so I talked about the amazing astrologer from Aya Horus, who is no longer there, and it's so sad, but I think she does online readings. So um, she did a full astrological birth chart for me, deeper than what this website will say. And I brought it with me when I went to Peru and like really dove into it. It was like 58 pages and everything is correct. Like the partner I have right now, like it was there that I was Mm -hmm. going to meet him at the specific time in my life within like a three month time period was running out on that time period and boom, I met him and what he's going to mean in my life and you know, what my future holds. And again, you don't have to ascribe to it. And a lot of people don't ascribe to it, but that doesn't make it any less factual. So you can go back and read your birth chart from your first soon to be 35 years of life. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) And all of the things are going to align. And yes, that can be some sort of interpretation bias, but a lot of it is not interpretation bias. Actually there, the stars have said. The fact that our, you know, our oceans are completely controlled by moon phases. Like, how can you look at that and not, not ascribed to that yeah anyway oh I feel like we could keep like talking (laughs) like another hour (laughs) Um, but no this has been a great conversation I do have one last question for you um so for someone who's looking for community like a, a tarot community or just a spiritual community to learn more and just connect with people um do you have any like you know, advice on how to do that, how to find a community of people. I mean, obviously there's the internet, but you know, if you want to venture out into the world. Oh man. That's a really tough question. Is there like a tarot community? I mean, I know you mentioned that that store, right? So like maybe check and see if you have like a, yeah. I a lot of my what I would consider my like metaphysical community is on Instagram like Mm -hmm. I've just I've liked pages like I have this astrologer I follow and he's so great oh my god do you want to shout out some of these accounts for people to follow yes indeed I do because I probably would love to follow some of these people (laughs) oh yeah that's where we find community now is on the gram yeah it really is (laughs) and TikTok and like so I have some really cool people that I follow on Instagram and I won't shut them, shout them out because 
they are not like super famous, but um, following astrology accounts, they'll do like, who's your, who's your birthday buddy or who's your sun, moon, rising buddy. And like, I love them. Like the people that have my same sun, moon and rising sign. Yeah. I think they are incredible, like way more incredible than the average person. And it's because we have that in common. So like also, you know, find, find people that have common interests in, in your friends. Like totally. Me. And it's funny you say that. Cause even just, I, I mean, I'm going to do my birth chart after we're done, like literally yes! right after we're done with this. I'm going to go on this website. So you said it's astro.cafeastrology.com. Astrology.com. Yep. Um, but I will say this, I, every single time I meet another Sagittarius, it's like BFF time. Like totally, totally. And I like, I'm not BFFs with Gemini's, but man, do they get me? Like I yeah. could have a complete total. I actually, I was friends with benefits with this guy who was also a Gemini. Like <laughs> that sounds scary. <laughs> super friends and super benefits. Like it was okay. Worked yeah. out well. Worked out and I had like a total like triggering. And this is way before I got sober and way before I did the work, but like I had this complete triggering meltdown. And my, my response is flight always has been, unless I do some deep, deep work, it probably always will be, but my response was flight. And he like stopped me and was like, Hey, stop. Like, I understand. I get it. It's okay. And only a Gemini could have matched that. Only a Gemini could have understood where I was coming from, why I was coming from that and like responded in such a Gemini way. So anyway, that's totally off topic. I love queer cosmos. Okay. He is fantastic. Oh my God. I love him. He just is. I think he might be a Sagittarius also. Perfect. (laughs) And he's just, he's intelligent and Uh, he the thing is like these people have incorporated this into their lives to such a degree that it it just intrinsically becomes part of who they are Mm -hmm. and I mean that's how I hope to be someday just in the woods with all of my dogs living to my spiritual highest self love that (laughs) all right I just followed him um um I recently followed Adam Madam Adam, madam. Yes. Um, he's fun. Who else? The dot redheaded witch. Love her. Okay. Like very simple, like protecting simmer pots or just like very simple stuff that is palatable for people to kind of dip their toes into. I'm going to look up Adam, madam. Oh, and uh, Tatiana Taro. I recently just followed her. Really like oh, her page. Yeah. Yep, yep. This is how we. Uh, this is how we find community now on Instagram. True story. Right? True. <laughs> love it. True and then you said story. the redheaded witch. The dot redheaded witch. Okay. All right. I'm gonna give these people a follow. And if you there's some smaller accounts too. Uh, smaller accounts always, you know, like they deserve the shout outs too. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me if you want to see basically just pets and plants, Chica and El Bosque, which is girl in the woods in Spanish. Uh, let's see what else. Awesome. I'm going to give the redheaded witch a follow too. 
Cool. Well, this has been so much fun. I learned so much. Good. This is amazing. Hopefully you guys learned something too. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for coming on Diana. Absolutely. You have any parting words for the people? Any parting words for the people? Listen, listen, shut your mouth and listen and the universe will come through. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.